ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 three-game NBA slate was supposed to be four, but, you know, routine now at this point. We're losing a game of slate, but we're going to be breaking down the three-game slate. I already got it almost, I think, all the way broken down. I mean, we have to wait on some news later in the day. Projections are already done. Rankings are already done. We obviously have to wait on ownership as the day goes on. And some type of news, right, guys that are doubtful, we could touch on real quickly and then get right into the plays today. But, yeah, it's a three-game slate. Like, subscribe, do all of those things. I have looked over every single rotation, the last couple of games of each of their rotations. It's a nice thing when it's a smaller slate like we had just a two-game slate on Tuesday to really digest what each and every single one of, the, one of these teams are doing on a minute-by-minute a minute basis. Now, that's something that I do for every slate, no matter the size, but I usually do it and finish it up as the day goes on after this video but we get kind of the initial thoughts on what the rotations look like from the previous couple of games but now we have a pretty good sense and grasp on what these teams are doing from their 10 11 man rotations nine man rotations for some of them so we'll break down into all of that and how there's going to be some interesting value type plays on this slate that can really provide some major upside depending on the minutes and what we're seeing hidden in the rotations as of late why some players are playing more minutes was it blowout run is it due to injury was it due to foul trouble there's going to be a lot of things that people get wrong today because they're not looking at the details of it we're here to set you straight this is the one spot that you need to be at this point at the salvage youtube channel so i appreciate you all chilling with me at some point of your day and maybe you're watching this on friday but at some point of your thursday today we'll be live later today to update anything from news perspective on this slate we'll be live later on today around 4 p.m east coast time for about an hour so come with any questions that you might have player questions this guy versus that guy ownership type questions game theory questions questions about my day questions about your day whatever the hell you want to be bringing to the table let's do it like subscribe to those things the video as it has been for a while now for the nba is sponsored by super draft today and since i do have my almost final projections maybe even final projections i think that's probably what i'm going to be leaning on putting these out until of course we get some sort of news uh we're going to be having the super draft projections already done so we can touch on some of those super draft is a multiplier format so for example today julius randall has a 1.25x multiplier on super draft meaning that he gets his fantasy points today times 1.25x so basically means he gets like a 25 percent bonus julius randall is my top super draft play today he's also looking like a very good DraftKings play at just 8800 for a guy who just played 39 minutes and tibbs is playing these Knicks starters like minimum 37 36 minutes a game for the guys like randall and rj barrett at this point he's even giving mitchell robinson minutes into the 30s and now mid 30s that's exciting but yes julius randall is my highest super draft play today at around 59.8 fantasy points he is my highest by about three points over the next closest player so super draft again multiplier format if you use my name sal sal i don't know why you're not already again i say it every single day i know there's people that are right now patrons and you can see the super draft projections down below to actually have a very nice edge and these contests still are not 100 filling especially with multiple sports going on they're not filling uh, we've had patrons and people in the discord weekly basically now taking down four figure prize pools we've had about three people now within the past month to month and a half win five figures and two guys win twenty thousand dollars or more it's just a lot easier over there we talk about contest selection and preach not playing the big tournaments on DraftKings that have no shot at you winning you're playing a lottery at that point we try and preach that if you actually are trying to build a bankroll this is another way to do that by getting over to different sites where there's going to be less rake less overlay because contests aren't filling and just overall less competition and people just paying attention to their lineups promo code sal sal starts your lineups with julius randall tonight you're gonna get a nice little bump and that promo code will give you a free money bonus up to a thousand dollars in a slow drip format let's get into the slate now let's do it thank you super for sponsoring the show so quickly just touching on the injury news there's not much on a three-game slate as of right now for the knicks it is going to be important though frank nielkina and austin rivers are doubtful and austin rivers has been playing bigger minutes as of late and the other big piece of news for the first time in 2021 have not seen alec burke since he got hurt has only played three games this year and in his two games that he played before getting injured he was playing over 30 minutes in those games now is he fully healthy well we haven't seen him at this point in about three weeks to close to a month since the end of december right around christmas time the last time alec burks played i'm projecting alec burks right now for 28 minutes but if he's fully healthy there's no reason he can't play 30 or 30 
32. And at $5,300, he's been a very high usage player on this team. Small sample, of course. But Burks, if he was to start today alongside of a Alfred Payton, right? Uh, alongside of him in place of an Austin Rivers, you might be seeing 30 plus minutes since I said Tibbs is playing these guys big minutes. And Burks, from his time at Golden State, wherever he's really been, is a ball-dominant player that's a high fantasy point-per-minute producer. Over fantasy point-per-minute this year, he's going to look very nice at 5,300. And then LeBron has been, quote-unquote, I have the quotes in the notes section, quote, questionable today if you're watching on the YouTube version, with an ankle injury. I mean, he's been questionable every single time. I think he's only missed one game since being questionable so far this season. So I think that leans about 85% to 90% probable. So we can get into the early interest now, and I'll scroll through because there's going to be a couple of other guys. And we're going to go based on the team right now, right? We'll go team by team. Golden State's been playing a lot of games as of late like back-to-backs on like five four games in the last like five nights it seems so they're gonna be going up against new york today should be a pretty close game they are five point favorites as it comes in so i mean blowout risk is very low in the single digits here so what are you getting i mean you're getting steph at a decent price point but i prefer some other pay-up options especially on a slate where we likely see a competitive game unless lebron and other players are ruled out between the lakers and milwaukee and when those guys are playing competitive games like the lakers right like milwaukee just did against brooklyn you're probably going to see big minutes out of both sides that especially the stars i mean Giannis is coming off of a game of playing 40 minutes that's fantastic if he just plays 34 to 35 it's a lot better than him playing his 28 to 30 minutes right Chris Middleton you can lock in for like 36 plus minutes you can get now guys like Brooke Lopez probably playing 32 plus so you can start to feel more confident about some of these guys minutes and give them them upper limits when it's going to be a competitive game and going to be something that probably doesn't lead to a blowout but from this Golden State and Knicks team yeah you had this team playing last night Andrew Wiggins price point is now coming down I think Andrew Wiggins is still a fine option he's second on this team in minutes right now and he's $6,200 he's kind of in this price range where you have Drew Holiday around that range you have rj barrett for a little bit more expensive and then at the exact same price as jordan clarkson who continues to come off the bench who jordan clarkson probably plays a decent amount less minutes than wiggins now clarkson fantasy point per minute wise has been better than wiggins so far this year like a 1.14 guy clarkson right around 1.17 right now wiggins about a fantasy point per minute because he's playing alongside guys like steph curry but wiggins is shooting fine right around 55 percent effective field goal rate he's not a priority for me right now if i look overall on where i have him ranked right now on patreon down below you can follow along with all these projections rankings on patreon it's just linked down below patreon.com backslash sal underscore veteran underscore i have wiggins right around a top five play on a smaller slate tonight so he's going to look good james wiseman is also going to look decent as well james wiseman is my number eight overall play and right around my number two or three center play depending on what you're looking for in terms of a gbp upside right the ceiling type potential james wiseman last night he's kind of blowout proof like when the game blows out they still keep him in there james wiseman outside of the one game when he got into foul trouble only played 19 minutes in his three out of his last four games he's playing 24 or more minutes they're trying to give this guy minutes but it's kind of a messy sample because of blowouts in there and hard to judge what happens down the stretch also a little bit more difficult of a matchup now against guys like Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, a bigger front court. But I do think that James Wiseman at $4,500 is still a decent play. He grades out for me again as a nice play. I have James Wiseman right now linked down below on Patreon for around 23.4 fantasy points. He's hit or miss. He's hot or cold. I assume he's going to be very highly owned today because there's not that many 4K options. There's a couple and we'll talk about them, but not that many 4K options, especially at the center position, a position where you can kind of get some stability out of your floor of a player as long as they're not in foul trouble. We can move over to the Lakers now, and it's mainly just the guys that you probably already know about, LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think play big minutes. I prefer LeBron for $200 less than Anthony Davis, assuming that he's playing. These are very cheap price points. And not only are they cheap price points, but the prices are trending down. Well, because I mean, you're just not getting 35, 36, 37 minutes out of these guys. So they're not getting there as much when you get only 30 or 32 minutes out of LeBron. I mean, his performances of 45 to 50 fantasy points are really closer to 45 as of late. They're not terrible in that minutes, but the price point is assuming he's going to play what he was doing last year, 35 or 36. But assuming he goes today, I think that you're probably going to see towards those 35 or 36 minutes in a competitive game out of LeBron James, who still does lead this 
team in minutes right now. He also leads the team in usage at a 32% clip, averaging about 1.44 fantasy points per minute. So far this season, Anthony Davis around 1.35. That's probably where you're going to be seeing it more times than not, stabilizing it. You saw a lot of that last year, but 36% assist percentage, one of the highest in the NBA. I think he's top three in the NBA right now. Still getting the defensive rebounding rate about above 20%. He's a decent play on Superdraft, but the 1X multiplier doesn't make it as appealing. But $9,200 in DraftKings is very good on a small slate for LeBron, assuming he's going to be in there. If he's out, then Anthony Davis is the best play on the slate at 9400 But both of them are in play. Give me LeBron over Davis. Montrezl Harrell, I think you're starting to see some more minutes. The problem here that I have is this probably comes up more so in the playoffs against teams like Milwaukee when you need somebody who's a little bit better of a defender on the court. And at that point, you might not even be putting Marcus all out there. You might have none of those centers out there at that point. That's why I think Montrezl Harrell, good on offense, liability in a major way on defense. But I think that you probably see him stay out there a little bit more. He's only $5,200. He would be the pivot if you had James Wiseman for $700 less coming in at like double the ownership. Harrell's just your direct pivot then. I gave Harrell tonight 26 minutes. It starts to make Montrezl Harrell look like a pretty quality play. I still have Wiseman grading out as a better play right now, but nothing in a major regard. I have Harrell as my 12th overall play in the slate. And now we can get into Milwaukee where I think you're going to be seeing a lot of upside here. So let me just scroll down so you can see the rest of the guys on this picture. And I don't even know if you'll be able to see all them on YouTube, but we'll continue to scroll. Milwaukee's the team that I really want to talk about today because I'm going to be very high on Milwaukee, right? We just saw Milwaukee come off of a very competitive game recently against Brooklyn. And you saw these guys play massive minutes. You saw upper 30s in minutes for Drew Holiday. You saw upper 30s for Chris Middleton, 40 minutes flat for Giannis. Brooke Lopez was playing mid 30s in minutes as his price point is definitely coming up, but nowhere near as much as it should be if that's the minutes we're going to get. And now assuming that this game is going to be close, a decent team total of 114.25, decent pace environment right around, slightly below league average. But assuming that this game is going to be close, I expect big minutes here. I gave Chris Middleton 37. I gave Giannis 35 and he just played 40 in a competitive game. He can definitely play more than that, but his season average so far for Giannis is 32. So that's a pretty big bump to his minutes. I'm giving Brooke Lopez 32 where he's been playing around so far this season, the last week or two, been playing around that 30 to 32 minute range coming off of a game of about 33 and a half minutes he's only averaging 27 on the year drew holiday gave 35 minutes who's averaging 32 32 and a half on the year so it's really more so because of the minutes here right Giannis at ten thousand five hundred dollars is probably going to be right now on the slate my favorite payup option i have Giannis as a very quality play because once he starts getting minutes and all these guys in general they look very good chris middleton is probably my favorite play on this team though like i like i like Giannis. i'm gonna try and start my lineup there because the overall points upside is 60 plus if this guy's if he goes out there and plays 40 minutes it's 70 to 80 plus depending on how involved he is. And I expect based on his usage percentage on this team and how many minutes we expect him to play that Giannis is going to be very involved with a 35% usage rate, a 26% assist percentage, and a 28 and a half defensive rebounding rate. The more minutes he plays, the triple double upside, and I mean, lock in a double double, but triple double upside is very much so in the cards tonight. So give me Middleton, give me Giannis. Those two guys for me tonight are going to be priorities. Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday is more so of a filler, right? He's in that range like we already talked about of some other guys on this slate. Whether it's an RJ Barrett, whether it's a Jordan Clarkson, uh, whether it's a, a Wiggins, like in that range, you probably have to pick one of those guys. It'll kind of probably come down to ownership as they all kind of grayed out pretty similarly for me tonight. Nobody's standing out in a major way. I think that Wiggins is the one that I like the most, but I assume the ownership follows that. So he might have to make somewhat of a move there. Brooke Lopez, kind of neck and neck, same exact analysis as you have for Harrell, Brooke Lopez and James Wiseman. Wiseman's the cheapest one. I assume coming off of a nice game, a lot of ownership there, 20 real life points last night. So if Wiseman's going to be crazy owned, well then getting to a guy like Brooke Lopez, who you can lock in more times than not for like 10 more minutes, or at least eight more minutes than a James Wiseman for just a couple hundred dollars more, that starts to become pretty appealing for me, assuming you find value elsewhere. Because again, this slate is starting to lack value in Wiseman, a center, hard to get away from that type of value if we can get somewhere in the 20s of minutes for him. Now we can scroll down to New York, where I think you're going to have to kind of break down this slate a decent amount and actually look into this slate. The one thing I want to touch on before we get to New York, because we're kind of going alphabetical order, is that I don't have any Pelicans on the slate right now because I think they're all appropriately priced. But there's one major thing to point out for the Pelicans, because I know I'll get the question today about Alexander Walker, Nikhil, 
Shaquille Alexander-Walker. Lonzo came back in the last game and he was basically playing five and a half minutes stints. So I have Lonzo Ball today projected for like six minutes stints, around 25 minutes a play or so, and he doesn't look like that great of a play, right? The price point hasn't dropped enough. Alexander-Walker in that last game played 30 plus minutes and you only had uh, Eric Bledsoe playing like 23 minutes. That was not supposed to be the plan. Alexander-Walker and Bledsoe, Bledsoe was on pace to play about 30 minutes. The game blew out late. Alexander-Walker was on pace to play about 25-26, basically split minutes or so and then play some alongside Lonzo Ball. So I have right now Alexander-Walker projected for 26 minutes. He's not completely out of play on a three-game slate, but he doesn't look like a 30-minute type guy, which would actually look like a really strong play today. I have Bledsoe projected for 30. He's not completely in play today, but he looks like a decent play, right? He doesn't look like not a great play, but he's in a player pool for me. Also, Joe Ingles returned for Utah, who we'll talk about Utah, but this is another thing just from rotations looking into them, giving you as much knowledge, smacking you around as much as I can with the knowledge. So Joe Ingles returned. I don't know if it was the plan, but he was only playing like five-minute stints as well. He only ended up playing like 20 to 22 minutes in the last game, which let Jordan Clarkson yet again, as he has been playing, play around 30 minutes. He played 29 minutes, played very well. I don't know if that's going to be the plan. Bojan's playing better right now. I, I think it was more so because Ingles was coming back from uh, an injury. So if Ingles gets back to 26 to 28 minutes, probably closer to 26, then Clarkson's going to directly lose those minutes and go around 24, 25. But as of right now, I'm giving Ingles like 24 minutes. I'm giving Clarkson like 27, 28, and it makes them both look like okay options. Again, neither of them standouts. Clarkson definitely the higher ceiling, but we kind of have to see what's happening there. We didn't get any news on a minutes limit for Ingles, but based on the minutes that he was playing, they were very similar to Lonzo these five minute stints control the minutes at the start of the quarter so that's something to keep an eye on as well so what that basically sums up is that Nikhil Alexander Walker is not a bad play tonight but he's not the guy that you can project for 30 minutes the blowout run ended up getting him an extra five minutes or so he basically took Eric Bledsoe's final fourth quarter rotation if Bledsoe gets that Bledsoe's playing 28 minutes in the game probably plays closer to 29 30 and then Alexander Walker's just playing like 25 to 26 which is what he was on pace for playing 13 minutes in the first half while Bledsoe played about 15 minutes in the first half heading over to New York now we can scroll so you can finally see the rest of the guys on New York and Utah. So you're not going to see any guys on here from New Orleans. If I had to pick one, it would probably be Zion. And then the rest of them are in, like, there's a lot of guys in a player pool for me, right? A lot of guys look decent, not Lonzo, but guys look decent, whether it is going to be some of the guys we talked about, like Bledsoe, Alexander Walker. I mean, Ingram's not completely out of play. I just prefer Zion and some other guys on this slate, especially when Ingram is like priced right next to LeBron and AD at this point, really hard to justify that on DraftKings. But we can close out the slate with New York, who are going to be probably the priorities on this slate for me, at least on the top end. And then Julius Randle is going to be the main guy here. It's really tough to get away from Julius Randle when Tibbs is just playing these guys massive minutes right? So Julius Randle is going to be coming into this game fresh off of a 39 minute game. He's not only center eligible, so you can get the power forward spot out of him to try and get some of those values, whether it's a Brooke Lopez or James Wiseman or Montrez Harrell, but you're just getting big minutes here. You had the one game against Boston that was just a blowout. They end up losing by 30. So he only plays 31 minutes, but outside of that, you're getting 39 minutes, 38 minutes, 40 minutes, 38 minutes, right? If the game doesn't blow out, you're basically getting 38 to 40 plus minutes out of him. 40 minutes, 43 minutes, 37 minutes. If you're looking at some other competitive games over the last couple of weeks, I have Randall right now projected for 38 minutes and I have him as my top play on the slate tonight not only on super draft like we said earlier so check out super draft but also on DraftKings tonight he's my top play projecting out for right around 47 to 48 fantasy points it just looks too good for the minutes that you're getting the fact that this is a close spread of just five points the fact that the matchup against either james wiseman or draymond green is going to be a beneficial one for this new and improved julius randall looks very good to me now you get get to the guards again as of right now frank nilakina and austin rivers are doubtful both those guys i mean not really nilakina but austin rivers playing bigger minutes in starting games as of late alec burks is expected to return today so we like to see that alec burks is somebody that i think is going to be very intriguing today. So originally I gave him 28 minutes, but now I'm actually, I give him, I'm giving him 30 minutes and he starts to grade out as a very good play. Alec Burks is my number five overall play tonight, assuming that he indeed starts and is going to be playing out there. Alec Burks, again, he's only played three games. He got hurt in that third game. So only 82 minutes of play so far this year, but a 25% usage rate. When he has been playing, it's hurt Alfred Payton, who's playing alongside of him and taking away Payton's usage. You're also getting right now Alec Burks averaging 1.25 fantasy points per minute. 
obviously he's had a couple of good games when he has been active a 20 percent assist percentage rebounds decently as well for a guard around 13 percent i'm not going to project him for 1.25 but i'm going to project him for like around 0.9.95 fantasy points per minute he's been very good long term for fantasy in his career so alec burks for me at 5300 dollars if he starts, starts to become a priority because I think we can start to expect, like, there's a chance Alec Burks can play 34, 35 minutes today. If he's playing well and he's out there and he's healthy, right? There's also a chance that they say there's a minute limit on him and he plays 25 or 26 and he's not really in play. But as of right now, assuming you get the start out of him, projecting him for kind of in the middle ground of 30 minutes, I like Alec Burks. RJ Barrett's on here just because it's a short slate and you're going to get a lot of minutes. RJ Barrett, very similar to Julius Randle, neck and neck. They're basically each playing like 37 to 40 minutes a night. And RJ Barrett's been good 24% usage rate, 14.4% assist percentage. Good from a fantasy perspective in terms of how how much usage and volume he's getting the fantasy points per minute have really dropped though instead of averaging one plus like he did to start here he's at about 0.9 right now but again he's taking on a lot of volume his true shooting percentage has not been great just 42 percent effective field goal rate so rj barrett at 6900 dollars again in that range of drew holidays jordan clarkson's and andrew wiggins i probably prefer to go closer to an andrew wiggins or a drew holiday as of right now but if the ownership is going to be very minimal on a three-game slate for barrett we quickly pivot to barrett i put alfred payton on the slate because he's still going to play probably 30 plus minutes with these guys out reggie bullock should pick up some more minutes as well but i do think that if Alec Burks is starting, then I'm going to be taking Alec Burks for $500 less over Alfred Payton, and I'll probably just dump off Alfred Payton. Payton has been good, right? 24% uh, usage rate, close to a 0.9 fantasy point per minute guy, assist percentage above 20%. But when he's been on the court so far this season with Alec Burks, and again, this is a very small sample, but when he has been on the court so far this season with Alec Burks, you're seeing so far Alfred Payton really lose the assist percentage. It goes from like 23% to 16%. That's not good. You're seeing the usage rate go from like 25, 26% to 22%. The only upside thing here is that Alec Burks is a good score. So when those assists are actually being converted, they're going to be converted at a higher rate than if you have a guy like, let's just say, Reggie Bullock on the court or a Frank Nielakino who has not been scoring as much, which does, although the assist percentage go down, the actual volume assist might be going up because people are converting a little bit more. So not a terrible plan in a three-game slate for Peyton. It, you can get the 32 minutes out of him, but I'll take Alec Burks if he's going to be starting quickly. So other guys in this team, Obi Toppin's just 3,200. Toppin's have been playing in some games, two minutes, eight minutes. The rookie, their first-round pick, they're trying to ramp him up. But we have also seen a 17-minute game out of him. And at $3,200, if they give him 18 minutes tonight maybe tonight's tonight he gets 20 minutes he's going to be in play so he's not a fantastic option i only have him projected for about 15 16 fantasy points on a three-game slate but he might play six minutes tonight and be terrible but he could also play 18 20 minutes tonight especially since they're down some bodies and maybe they get a little bit more run out of him in a competitive game not the biggest team in the world in golden state either so you can get 18 minutes out of obi toppin tonight in 20 fantasy points and i wouldn't be shocked at 3200 dollars right we've seen that type of run already 17 minutes two games ago so at least worth mentioning obi toppin emmanuel quickly at 4100 dollars will directly benefit from there being no austin rivers and also no Frank Nielakina. There still has been no Dennis Smith, right? So I think you're going to be seeing, I haven't projected right now, Emmanuel quickly for 21 minutes. You can definitely see 22, 24. He's been a very good producer so far this season, just not getting a lot of minutes in general. So today opens up a better opportunity for that, but the minutes have been ramping up as the season has gone on. He's averaging 18 minutes per game right now. Emmanuel quickly is averaging 1.02 fantasy points per minute when he's on the court, a 24% usage rate and a 25% assist percentage. The floater has been working miraculously for him and fantastic. It was all over the place in that Orlando game, low scoring game the last time out so quickly is in play it's quickly basically right now in the 4k range it's quickly and wiseman that stand out to me if quickly doesn't pick up ownership we'll pivot to quickly wiseman's probably the more stable play but if it's like three times the amount of ownership we pivot to quickly and we can get different elsewhere so if you haven't already noticed the knicks are the team like i like milwaukee a lot as just pay up options whether it's chris middleton and Giannis, ideally but we'll have to see what the salary looks like but the knicks are the team that's loaded today right like you have randall and Giannis is going to be tough unless you're playing some of the value to get together but those are the two pay up priorities for me randall's cheaper now he was like almost 10k a week ago now he's 8800 still playing bigger minutes and a fine matchup and then the Knicks just because of some injuries at the guard position and the overall amount of minutes that they play have to be in play in a short slate to finish up the slate we can talk about Utah right now which these guys aren't priorities Jordan Clarkson again we have to keep in mind what's happening with Joe Ingles 
he came back from injury, only played like five minute stints. So he only played in the low 20s of minutes, like 20 minutes flat, while Jordan Clarkson was again pushing 30 minutes. I don't know if that remains. Clarkson's kind of priced for like a 30 minute role now. So if he gets dropped down to like 25 minutes, he's not going to be going to produce for you more times than not. If I had to pick one guy from this team, it would be Rudy Gobert, who might go a little bit under notice, but it seems like people are always on Gobert because he's just a fair price point at $7,200. But if Wiseman's going to be highly owned today, maybe it leads it so that people play Randall. Maybe it leads it so people play Anthony Davis or some other options and you just don't land on Rudy Gobert lineup construction wise. Gobert would be one if I had to pick. None of these guys are going to be standout options for me though. I think that they're all just kind of in play pivot options. Let's just say you're in the range of Donovan Mitchell. You have like $8,400 left, want to leave $400 on the table. That's a decent option to do so. None of them going to be priorities though for me right now. Let's see where I have these um, Utah guys ranked overall tonight, just in terms of point per dollar upside. The first guy that pops up from Utah for me is going to be Rudy Gobert. He ranks out as my sixth overall play tonight. He does look good. He continues to look good. He doesn't look like that much of a great option on Super Draft. It looks like an average play, but he looks good on DraftKings. It's just a matter of lineup construction. Can you get to him? Do you want to go up a little bit more and get to Randall, which I would want to be doing right now, or even Giannis? If you want to go down a little bit more, my other Utah guys are basically Jordan Clarkson is my number 14 play, and Donovan Mitchell is my number 15. So they're they're just kind of average plays. Go down a little bit more. Bojan starts to become in play, like my 18th overall play. Mike Conley, my 21st overall play. So Gobert would definitely be my favorite option, and the rest of them just kind of look like interesting options. Gobert, can I get to him lineup construction wise in my main single entry lineup tonight? Definitely 150s, my main single entry three max lineups. We'll have to see. We'll talk about that more in the 4 p.m. live show. So be sure to hit the like, subscribe, notification bell so you know when we go live. So do all those things. We'll be live at 4 p.m. East Coast time, breaking down the slate. An MMA video will be out today from Manish. Manish is a new creator on this channel, so be sure to check out his work. It's fantastic. He's well-informed, and it's also a beautiful, beautiful delivery of what he has to say about the Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier 257 fight. The entire card he'll be breaking down from a betting and DFS standpoint today. So be sure to check that out. Show him some love on his Twitter, on his YouTube page as well. Be sure to subscribe and follow over there. We'll be getting the projections that are already out, so be sure to go down below on Patreon. MMA projections as well on Patreon now, and ownership and rankings will be out for there. NBA, PGA starts today, depending on when you're watching this, it starts at noon. So be sure you get into that as well. A bunch of tools on Patreon. Support the sponsor of the show, Superdraft. We're in their nice little quarter zip, Nike quarter zip. It's very nice, comfortable. So shout out them. See you all at 4 p.m. today. And if I don't, have a great rest of your day and maybe even have a great rest of your weekend.